It's my audio middle finger to loop. <laughs> hops, hops, hops. Hoppity hop, hop. Hops in my belly. Hops in my beer. Introducing your hosts, Kevin Ronecker. Alex, put your pants back on. Alex Werner. Murder, murder the most melons. Unique New York. Unique New York. Special guest, Scotch Guy. Welcome to the sixth episode of Sauced on Beer, Bourbon, and Barbecue. I'm your host, Kevin. Today, I'm joined by Alex. What's up, Alex? Hi, Kevin. Uh, And we have a very special guest today. It's our first guest show, Alex. It is our first one, isn't it? It is. I don't know why I thought we had someone on before. And we're hoping he'll be a regular. This is his audition, we told him. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. No pressure. So today, we are joined by Scotch Guy. Hello, Scotch Guy. Hello, Kevin and Alex. That's weird. Okay, this is an NPR, first of all. Um, I wish it were. No. Just kidding. So, Scotch Guy is our resident Scotch expert, which you couldn't see the air quotes there, but... Yeah. He's just... They're there. It's resident as in the only person we really know that drinks a lot of Scotch. (laughs) And enjoys it. Right. Because, I mean, we drink it. Well, you drink it. Well, I've drunk it. You enjoy it. You've had some. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've consumed scotch before, and I know this guy who enjoys Which, it. Which, by the way, we need to get into this now. His real name is Guy. Right, Guy? Yes, that is my actual name. That's your God-given name. But, His well, parents gave By my parents, well, you know. God gave them that name, I His guess. His Christian but, name. Yes. Yeah. His Christian My Christian name. <laughs> Whatever that means. So, but we still call him Scotch Guy. Um... I don't know. For like three weeks now, we've called you Scotch Guy. <laughs> this is like the second day I've heard it. So, oh, we've been calling you Scotch Guy for for a long time. For a long time, once Aww. we started planning this out, that's kind of flattering. <laughs> so, Scotch Guy is joining us today, and hopefully, you can tell we are going to have an episode on Scotch, mm. which is the reason we brought him here today. Yeah, um, we're excited that you've come to join us in our secret lair. To try <laughs> our show us, I guess, the way of the Scotch. I don't know. Yeah, I'll I don't do- know what it is. The last like three weeks, we've picked just bad stuff to drink. <sighs> okay, you cannot say that yet. Second segment, you can make that. <laughs> but you have right. the lineup of lineups here. Well, it's, not maybe not of lineups, but it's a pretty good, pretty good tasting setup here. Again, yeah, as far as we stuff. know, four different really diverse scotches, followed up by a Irish whiskey. Pretty good. I'm excited. Are you? No. You don't have to act like you are. <laughs> you can just not be. This cannot be like the pumpkin beer episode where Kevin just oh, hates everything he and wretched the entire episode. <laughs> and then we had the IPA IPA episode from a few weeks ago, which will be up hopefully by the time this is up. Yeah, I'm sad I missed that one. Yeah, we missed you. Uh, the video I showed you the video of it. It was terrible. <laughs> Did you see the video of me trying the IPAs? No. Look it up. It's on my Instagram feed. Um, it was terrible. It was the worst IPA I've ever had. I actually talked to a guy um, who's a big beer drinker, and he's like, yeah, that 
double IPA from the Gunslinger IPA from uh, Crown Valley is like the most unbalanced IPA out there. It's just all hops. Is that what you had? Yeah. Gross. Yeah, which is unfortunate because I like Crown Valley stuff. Like it's yeah. it's really good, but um so Scotch Guy, mm-hmm. thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Um we're going to kind of just get to know you for a little bit. You're gonna probably be a regular on for next few weeks. Yeah. Uh Lucas unfortunately has overbooked himself. Is gonna take some time off for the next few weeks and Hopefully he'll be back soon. But he's still doing all of our behind the scenes. He's posting. He's editing. He's working as audio magic. Yes. That makes behind him the, the real MVP. He is the real MVP. Um, but we can't say too much or it'll go to his head. <laughs> um, and then there's no living with him. So, Scotch Guy. Yes. Again, thanks for joining us. Um, let's just start off. How did we meet? Uh, where do we find you? I mean, you're just not some random guy that, which I'm going to see how many times I can fit the word guy <laughs> into everything that I talk about today. So you're just not some random guy that we met. This is correct. Do you, do you want to introduce yourself or do you want Alex? Cause you're, you're Alex, I guess is your handler for today. Uh, I don't know if I like the term handler. I think that makes sense though. Um, let's just, does. let's just like guy do it. Scotch guy. And you jump in every time Guy, Scotch guy. Scotch gets guy. off topic, all right? Okay. All right, so Guy. Well, I'm, how are you, our Scotch guy? I'm Scotch guy. Um, I am related to Alex Warner by marriage. You two are married? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, not quite. He's married. He married my sister. Ooh, that's gross. Um, yeah, it's weird. No, no she's we awesome. love Anna. It is, it is great. He's kicking way out of his coverage there. Um, but well, I think we all did, unfortunately. Yeah, this is true. I think we're all pretty out of our leagues, yeah. which is we could drink to that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Made a all dr- right. I didn't so, actually take a drink there. I just made a noise. It's all right. One um, of Lucas edited it. I met Kevin through Alex, and I actually, Kevin and I had the same job, kind of. In, we did. in a sense, we worked for the same department for a school, which will rename, remain nameless. Have we brought them up? Yes. Yes, we've brought them up in the past. (laughs) Okay. Shine on. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so that's pretty much why I'm here. Uh, I I like scotch a lot. I'm not as into bourbon, but I'm I'm getting there. The boys are converting me, and I'm trying to open their horizons, too. I would say we've connected more in the past on beer. Yes, definitely, definitely. Which, I don't know why we're not talking about beer, but... We'll save that for another time. Well, because oh, yeah. we can't have Scotch Guy on the podcast without talking about Scotch. That's true. Especially if it's his it's, first episode on. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say that. If that's going to be my name on the show, then yeah, I probably need to talk about Scotch we'll before I talk about right. beer. Yeah, because then he'd be Beer Guy. <sighs> yeah, that's a good again. one, though. It doesn't sound as good. Scotch Guy is better, though. I prefer okay. that. Okay. So how did you get started with Scotch? Um, I got started in Scotch actually through uh, Irish whiskey. Um, they're definitely different, but I am not as I. Uh, I've had a couple. I started off with some really bad bourbons. Um, uh, to be specific, uh, Wild Turkey American Honey. Uh, oh, a really, that's a favorite on this put show. A, put a really <laughs> horrible taste in my mouth. Uh, a little bit of too much of it. At I have one some point upstairs if you'd like to. 
Dude, I, I cannot <laughs> smell it without getting sick to my stomach. So, okay, I will tell you this, though. The best wild turkey American honey recipe I know is you make a vanilla milkshake and okay. pour it in it mm. with some maple syrup. I bet it's a great mixer. It I, is fantastic. Yeah, I just drank like a bottle of it by myself in an hour one time, and I just can't. <laughs> I, I can't smell it. It was a bad time in my life. Passed it forever ago, but... I definitely prefer the scotches and Irish whiskeys to the. Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the sweetness of corn. So bourbons, I'm I'm picky about my bourbons, but it's growing on me. So, I let you uh, try some bourbon today. Yes, I had some Woodford, uh, which I don't know which Woodford it is. Which is just the Wood, Woodford. The OG. Yeah, the, the standard one. Uh, real good. Mm-hmm. And then I had some Elijah Craig. Elijah Craig, which was not good. Ninety four proof. It's, actually pretty awful did not like it it's all right i don't like that one either it's, it's probably right. bourbon blasphemy it's all right that's no, all right it's what, fine whatever it's all right I okay can, i can blasphemy bourbon I'm, yeah because you're scotch, scotch guy, guy. <laughs> yeah every time we say that we have to take a drink and we say it together we haven't we don't have any scotch we'll, in our we'll glass, wait till the I'm, we'll wait till my the glass tasting. is empty anyways yeah so we'll make up for it then um what do you like about scotch? Like, why why scotch? I mean, you kind of got into a little bit for us, but... Honestly, I like scotch because of the... Really, I got into it because of the kind of classy gentleman association that goes with it. Like, I started smoking a pipe and uh, when I was 18 because cigarettes were gross and um, cigars were too expensive and pipes were cool and they smell good and... Um, in the last few years, I've kind of last really the last year and a half, two years, I've started getting into scotches and Irish whiskeys just because they, I don't know, they kind of pair well with, uh, no, there's kind of just like a manly man type of association there, and uh, I just th- thought it was a cool culture, and then I started um, really the peatiness of the more intense scotches, like more of the Isla region flavored scotches, and. Um, I like the smokiness. I like drinking something and taste it tasting like I was smoking my pipe. So that's kind of what got me into, oh, there's like a ton about it. And then there's just so much to it. Started researching, kind of like you guys got into bourbon. Just a lot there. Cool culture. Yeah, I definitely like the, um, there is definitely this, um, or this, um, Sex I had a word and it's gone. Yeah, sure. You can say that. Just this kind of class. Like you think of this old timey, classy gentleman sort of vibe when you think of scotch. And, you know, you think of Ron Swanson. I do. That's yeah, that's true. And I was in for Halloween once and I didn't drink much whiskey at the time. And I really wish I had. I'm going to have to do that again. Now that I've got my my mustache coming back. That's a great excuse to buy a bottle of Lagavulin. And just like, <sighs> I mean, totally should. let's just be honest. That video of him at New Year's. Drinking the Lagavulin in front of Lagavulin for like, how long, how long is that? Is it four and a half hours? Well, I think it's on a loop, but I think he was out there for at least one and a half to two hours. Like just sitting there. Drinking it's whiskey. hilarious. <laughs> it's fantastic. I mean, he has a wood shop and just he's awesome. But yeah, he's his it's, you know, it's funny and it's definitely, you know, a joke character, but it's definitely a part of that old timey appeal. Just a certain level of of sophistication dare i say that just makes me want to drink it even though some of the ones that i've had so far i've not enjoyed i want to drink more it's like i really want to like it and i think we'll try some today that i've had that i actually do i'm like okay yeah i can drink this yeah i'm excited to try them i'm trying to go in with an open mind 
Um, a bunch of my bourbon friends say it tastes like a Band-Aid, <laughs> which I'm not sure how they know it tastes like. Like a Band-Aid or how they know what a Band-Aid tastes like. What scotches have they had? What a goofy comparison. I don't know, but I'm not sure. But I'm I'm open. I'm excited about this uh, Jameson at the very end. The not Black Barrel. Is that my prize for trying all the scotches? No. The prize for trying all the scotches is trying my entire collection of scotches free of charge. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm excited about that. So... Moving on with our get-to-know Scotch guy. Um, how many jokes per week do you get about your name? Uh, it depends on how many people a week I meet. Um, what is the best one you've gotten? Uh, <laughs> usually the best ones are very, like, slide of hand. Total, like, it took me a minute to get it. The worst ones, um, anyone listening, if you ever meet me, please do not say, your name's really Guy? Like that guy or oh cool guy <laughs> this guy or, the cool guy <laughs> yeah the fonz oh or someone can be like hey guy no i was tough and then they just kind of run with it from there and i've been listening to that since i was um cognitive so just kind of those are awful but the best ones are the ones i can't remember those are those are the ones that like stick out to me it's, it's like oh, okay breath of fresh air good one that was i i commend those so Scotch Guy would be one of those? Scotch Guy, I, I'll take that. Okay. I like it. It's Scotch Guy, you know, it's kind of a joke now, but I really think it's going to become an identity. I think it will, too. If we go too far, perhaps a split personality. Perhaps. Like that crazy movie with, uh, what's his name? Not Edward Norton, but the guy that kind of looks like Edward Norton. Does he look like Edward Norton? Edward Norton. I think he kind of looks He's like talking Edward talking about Norton. Split. Split. By the way. I'm talking about that Good movie, movie oh. if you haven't seen it. I haven't. Re- really good movie. The last Edward Norton movie I saw was uh, the one where he was the magician. That was a long time oh, ago. Uh, I know. Not the Prestige. No, the Illusionist. The Illusionist. illusionist which the Prestige is another fantastic. Both of those came out the exact same time. <laughs> they're yeah. the same movie, yeah. basically. They they're are. Both I'm really pretty sure good. I have both of them, but they're so good. They're amazing. That might be my uh, movie I watched tonight. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. After we get done podcasting. All right. So, guy, the. Big question in the room right now is why is your hair so fantastic? <laughs> and Alex, would you like to describe? Because I feel it's weird if I describe it, but he's your brother-in-law, so it's sure that not. makes it less weird, of course. Yeah. So we'll of course be accompanying this uh, with a picture on Instagram of him holding all his scotches. I'm sure. I'll try to hold them all. My once. words will. Not do it justice. Be glorious, but no, they will not do it justice. I don't know the timing of the picture and the podcast coming out. We'll see. I mean, the way you describe it, they can go back through the feeds. That's true. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. So picture this mountain (laughs) like you're watching Bob Ross painting one of his weekly masterpieces. And he starts off painting this lake. That is just deep and it's dark and there's so much mystique about it. And then just when you think you haven't figured out, he changes his mind and then he paints this glorious looking mountain and then he covers it with these gigantic evergreen fir trees. I don't know anything about trees, so I'm probably getting this wrong, but just all over it. And then 
He goes crazy, very on Bob Ross-like, and he paints all the trees red, and they get bigger and bigger <laughs> and bigger. And some of them start intertwining and curling, and it's it's kind of like Bob Ross, maybe, maybe he did a little acid on the break, <laughs> and he's just going with it, and there's just waves of these giant red trees all over the place. And I think then you can start to get a little bit of what it's like to look into the eyes of Scotch Guy's hair. My hair does have eyes, by the way. I don't even know where to go from there. Like, that was not at all what I expected, but thank you. Sometimes you just have to let the whiskey take you. (laughs) You need some more whiskey. Mm -hmm. So, to put it into context, to... Draw back in whatever the hell Alex was talking about. <laughs> um, guy, you have a bear, a very big red afro hair, long hair. It's been called a mane. I was going to say mane. a mane. Afro doesn't do it. Yeah. It's a mane. Um. And it's bright red. It's fancy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you went as Donnie from the Wild Thornberries a couple years ago, and it, it fit. That was That was probably my best Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> Followed yeah. up by um, Sean White last year, which was honestly, yeah. I, I, I'll confess, it was very like, oh, I forgot to dress up. I'll grab my longboard and be Sean White. <laughs> and you fit the Sean White persona. I, I literally didn't do anything, but <laughs> everyone was like, dude, are you Sean White? I was like, yes. I get that on the regular, though. You could make millions of dollars. It's being a Sean White double. He, he'd probably sue me, but. He cut his hair, so I probably couldn't be his double anymore. Also, he like wins so this the is X like, Games, so he okay. doesn't need a stunt double. But but if he did, yeah, if he needed a Scotch double, you could do that. I could do that. Cool. Sounds like a great job. All right, <laughs> Scotch double. <laughs> I'll, I'll be in all the scenes where you have to drink alcohol. I'll get drunk so you don't have to. That's disappointing. Well, because he's got to go do a stunt the scene after, so he can't have... Okay. He can't be inebriated. That's irresponsible. All right. I think that's enough about Scotch Guy, because it's kind of getting creepy now. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Get to know him as we get to know Scotch. He'll be be on with us a few times over the next few weeks. I'm looking at the notes, and my girlfriend is not named Gal. Oh, yeah. we, We have some other questions. Is your girlfriend named Gal? You said no. No. Though it is one letter shy of that. Her name is Al, so that's cool. Um, and I do really have a soul, and that is not like if I didn't, that it would not be the reason I drink scotch. I don't know why they say redheads don't have souls. It's, from, it's from South Park. Oh, is it? Is, yeah, it? is that where you get started? South Park. Yeah. Oh. There's an episode that's about so disappointing. You just don't have souls. I didn't realize that's it. Good. I thought it was like as that's South Park. Hundred. I mean, I appreciate it. I mean, but. Yeah, okay. we, we don't. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into our main reason we're here today, and that's to look at some scotch. So just to kind of give the quick background, if you're not a scotch drinker, which I don't know how many of our listeners are. I mean, Well, it's not our title, so you wouldn't expect a ton, but I'm sure most of them have probably tried it. Yeah, I mean, because all scotch is kind of like, bourbon it comes well majority of scotch comes out of bourbon barrels 
We'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would think if you take whiskey drinking seriously, I don't see how you could do that without having had scotch. At least more than one to actually give it a shot. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. When you guess when you go down the bourbon aisle, it's normally hooked up to the scotch aisle. At Total Wine, at least. Where we shop. Yeah. I consider bourbon the, like, very, like, sweeter in flavor, like, more fun sibling of scotch, who tends to be more um, introverted and shy and kind of angry when company comes over. Mm. (laughs) I kind of feel that's a beautiful analogy for their relationship. I don't know. Everybody, I always feel like scotch is, like, the classy elder gentleman but i guess bourbon could be the same thing too i mean i would just listen to another podcast where they were talking about how bourbon used to be considered you know grandpa's drink or dad's drink but now it's becoming a lot younger um not the bourbon but the idea of bourbon i kind of feel like scotch doesn't have that Um, i would i would disagree really yeah I, i think that scotch is definitely considered more of a gentleman's drink maybe that's because we're both biased towards our yeah choice of drink so my drink's more of a gentleman's drink than your drink but well it hasn't picked up um as much with younger generations yet i don't think kind of like the last decade or so we've really had this bourbon boom or at least so i've heard about it i can't really say i've experienced it we've experienced it when you bought your bottle of blanton's for Seventy-five dollars. I mean, that's the bourbon boom right there. Yeah, that's I mean, true. It's it's bumping up those prices. Um, so I I don't know. I don't think it's dare I say as popular with certain markets as much as bourbon has become. But I think it's a yeah probably a matter of time. Honestly, I think because it's not as sweet, and also you have to look at the. I think the strictures that go into making scotch are a lot more. I'd be interested to see its popularity, like. Scotch's popularity overseas versus mm-hmm. bourbon's popularity overseas be because the strictures are like there's so much more that not much more but I mean there's a lot that goes into like what classifies bourbon as bourbon mm-hmm. but there's a ton that goes into classifying scotch as scotch and so it's not as easy to just say like hey I'm going to start distilling scotch I mean it's yeah. not easy to start distilling anything but right. yeah. you can well, you can distill bourbon pretty much anywhere in the United States and if you put bourbon on it, like people will be like, "Oh, it's bourbon," even though it's supposed to be in Kentucky. Well, that's not that's not technically a bourbon law, which we found out on our last trip. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually have to be from Kentucky. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Now, anywhere in the United States or yes. territory. Yes. Huh. Scotch though has to be from, from Scotland. Scotland. It has right. to be three years and one day in Scotland. And right. one day. Yeah, three years and one day. Do you know, know where that one day comes from, or is it just for fun? Maybe it's when they change the calendar. Scotch is a very old drink. Yes. I don't know. So, like, I know with bourbon, as long as it touches a new charred oak barrel, it as soon as it hits that barrel, it is bourbon. Huh. Um, to get certain types of bourbon, to get the straight bourbon, it has to be two years. To get at least a bottle and bond, it has to be four years. Um, when you blend it, it takes the age of the oldest bourbon in there. Youngest. So if you have, like, our youngest, yes, youngest. Um, so if it takes, if you pour like a 10, a 12 and a 15 together, it takes the 10 year. Yeah, you would have to call it a 10 year. Right. Um, I don't 
know if that's the same thing with scotch or not. Yeah, I don't know. There's a couple other rules into the mash bill and stuff like that, but we've we've gone over that for sure. So what what else goes into like what what does it take to call scotch scotch? You distill this this liquid, you put it in a barrel. How does it become scotch? So there's a there's a couple different. Um, honestly, I don't know a ton about the actual distilling process. Um, I would partially because I've never been to a distillery because they're all in Scotland. So there's there's actually road there's trip. there's <laughs> yes. Or I guess that would be an actual vacation. That's not a road trip. You cannot drive fly, to Scotland. Fly trip. Boat trip. Boat trip. That's a really like boat dangerous trip. and scary boat trip. That's where the Titanic sank. Is it really? Point. Well, they were coming oh, from somewhere along yeah. the route. I don't know. I don't know if I want to take that on a boat. Planes <laughs> are scary enough. That's true. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't Continue. Where you, we were talking about what scotch. What makes scotch? What makes scotch, oh, scotch. scotch? Yeah, so I've never been to a distillery, so I don't know a ton about what goes into the process. I do know that there's um, like single malt. It has. It's like single malt barley. Um, so... It has to be made like that's it's one type of mash. That's a hundred percent right, I believe. I, I was reading. Yes, this. yeah. It, it's it's like on, it's like only barley. Um, I think I think it's barley. I'm like yeah. 90% I, th- I sure. think it is barley. Um, I'm no. I'm not like an expert by any you means. Are, you're Ooh. our expert, but I'm your guy. I'm your our expert. So expert. your general answers are yes. are what I'm going to give you. Um, and then really, it's about uh, it, from then it goes into the regions too. And like, like, uh, ones that are like, so what we have here, what I brought is, uh, it's easier to describe it by just talking about the ones that I know about. Like there's the Lafroic, um, that's an Isla. So there's, there's five different regions that go into like classifying scotch. There's Isla, Speyside, Highland, Lowland, Campbelltown, and then, um, the islands, the islands is debatable. Baited if it's actually region or not because really? people consider it a part of the highlands but i don't really know i haven't seen i haven't personally ever seen a islands scotch um i don't know but i don't know i also thought so, that isla and islands were the same but they're not. i just found a website that has a list of them there's only like six in the islands and only like four Four in the Campbelltown region, but like everybody else, the Highlands, there's a ton. There's actually only two in the in Campbelltown that are left, and it, okay. that's actually really interesting because Campbelltown used to be, it was like where all of like Scotch was distilled, and then um, other distilleries started branching out, and kind of with a combination of like the war and uh, different travel routes to other uh, regions being opened up, mm-hmm. they. Uh, like the distillery, I think in like a decade, the number got cut in half and then it just slowly dwindled. And so now there is, um, there is, oh shoot, what's it called? Glen, uh, Glen Scotia yes. and, um, Spring, Springbank, Springbank. Those are the, those are the two like in Campbelltown and they've got, they've got some, uh, subsidiaries, but there's actually a recent one which is kind of cool. I think this might be like one of the most recent scotch distilleries like that's come up in a long time and it's called uh Kilcaran. Okay. And that's that's a Campbelltown, but so that's that's pretty cool. And those are I don't know as much about those flavors cuz I never had one. Um I was trying to find one actually on my way over here and I ended so, up buying a Belvani. 
I actually just stumbled across the Kilkerin. Uh, and I'm just reading through kind here. of their notes. I mean, peat aroma, slightly peated barley, uh, marshmallow, butterscotch, honeycomb, biscuits. So kind of a sweeter. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a sweeter scotch. Saltiness. With, the, with some of the signature. Um, I mean, all scotches have a, not all, well, I guess all of them have a, um, they have a distinction towards the, they have a bent towards the peaty kind of smoky flavor, which you get from literally like, like the term peat, like, mm-hmm. oh, this tastes very peaty, comes from scotch because they use peat moss to like, they, they throw it on the fire that's boiling it and it, the smoke infuses into the drink. And I think that's kind of like with bourbon and the barley, uh, well, I guess the corn and mm-hmm. bourbon, barley and scotch, mm-hmm. but that's how they're fueling that fire and dries out that barley. I I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not like I said. I've never been to a distillery, so I'm not a hundred percent sure. So but I do know what, though, what I've read on the internet. With the scotch, it's got to be in a copper. Um, still. Still. Okay. Um, because I know when we went to Woodford, Alex, Woodford uses the copper still, and then. Uh, Town Branch uses the copper still, and both of those are from um, out of Scotland. Okay. Is copper not just standard? I thought that was just kind of the go-to. The column still is what most distilleries use, like Buffalo and um, Makers and Mm -hmm. who else? I mean, a lot of them use that because they can continually run it, and it can always be producing bourbon. But the pot still, which is what I was trying to think, the copper still gotcha. can copper only be used still. until they've distilled all the alcohol off of it. So like your Woodford, um, your Town Branch, the Hartfield & Co., they had the tiny mm-hmm. copper stills. Um, but I, I think that it gave a, a unique taste to it. I mean, at least in the bourbon world. And I'm interested to try some of these scotches to see you know, how that compares to the column still. If there's even anything noticeable about it. I mean, there may not be. Um, But I think the idea of, you know, scotch is just, it's it's got such an interesting history with, because I think so much of it comes too from the barrels and all that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about the different types of barrels, like how they... So it's uh there's either there's a there's a I think there's a few different options but sherry casks um and then oak casks and uh, they they and then they take casks that are also from um, like oak bourbon casks or uh, like I have a Belvani Belveni uh, Caribbean casks it's matured in uh, oak rum casks uh, from the Caribbean and it's a fourteen year. And it's uh, it says it says, oh never mind yeah that's a cask that from rum that was distilled in the Caribbean so the Belvenia isn't distilled in the Caribbean obviously because right. it's right. Scotch but um, so that's a that's a really unique um, Scotch I think that I'm gonna predict that Kevin you will like that one the most because I think it's the sweetest of okay. the so what we have here um, what I what I brought was the Lafroy ten year 
um, single malt. The Shaldig, uh single malt, space side, that's a 12-year. Um, Alex brought his Oban Little Bay, which and that's he, a, I think that's a 10-year. You bought that for his birthday, correct? I did. I bought that for his birthday. Yeah. And then you bought him bourbon for his birthday? Was exactly, that... yeah. You guys. No, you bought me the he bought me the shell dig. Oh yeah, I did. Well, I was just saying the, yes. I'm not sure if I'm the saying that one. Co. I bought that. Oh, you bought that? that? Yeah. I thought she brought that back for him. No, that no. was for me. Oh. I brought that Can't back for Which me. we'll we'll try some of that later too, because I feel like that's a Is it the bourbon or the American? Well, they clearly American said it was a Scotch style right. bourbon. I think that's the best combination that we have of a Scotch and a bourbon mixed together. Oh, really? Yeah. The because I have the American whiskey at home and um We'll try. I'll try some more today, yeah. but it's it's definitely not. It'll be interesting to try it after we try these and see. We'll try it on the tail end of the jams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after the Oban, we have the Belveni Caribbean Cask 14, and then the Jameson Black Barrel, um, which is not a Scotch. Which is not a Scotch, but Irish whiskey I think is a good bridge between Scotch and bourbon. That's why I brought it because yeah, I've thought that too. In case Kevin hates everything I brought, <laughs> and then we've got, I have a bottle of Grant's blended Scotch whiskey um, that I got from my sister when she went to France and did uh, study abroad there, um, and it's a, I don't know, whiskey Scotch in a sherry cast. It's interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. The blended means that it's from. I'm pretty sure that it's been just like they've taken scotches from different uh, from different regions. So it's not sh- like that wouldn't be considered a Highland or right. a Space Side um, or an Isla or whatever. So because it's, it's ta- yeah taken from different regions. I, I believe that's what it is. And unfortunately, we'd love to tell you more about it, the grants, <laughs> but it's all in French. And I don't speak French. I don't speak German. And we did a whole episode about German beers. And Honestly, sometimes you have trouble speaking English. I do. We did get a comment from somebody a couple weeks ago, or I guess it was a couple days ago, about how I said Henry McKenna. They didn't like how I said McKennan for a whole episode. And I didn't like it either. I just didn't yeah. have the heart to tell you. Next time, just tell me. I don't want to lose listeners because of my poor speaking ability. We'll just say, Kevin, how many letters are in that word? Twelve. Depends on how many glasses of bourbon I've had at that point in time. For sure. So I think the other thing, too, that makes scotch and bourbon interesting is the spelling of whiskey. Would you like to do your hot rod? Whiskey. What? Uh, is and it spelled different? Yeah, oh, they are. So, E-Y versus a Y. Mm-hmm. If you look at bourbon, okay, it will all have an E in the spelling of whiskey, except for Maker's Mark. The Jam- they don't do that. The Jameson has it too. Yeah. So yeah. to clarify, it's not a bourbon versus Scotch thing as much as it, it is, is a bourbon is, versus Scotch thing. It's a regional thing. Well, this is true. <laughs> Shut up, bourbon, Kevin. So. Bur- it's too much of a mouthful. Yeah, that doesn't no, yeah, so roll off the tongue as well. You get an E from whiskeys made in the United States or Ireland or 
I guess you get an E from people spelling whiskey that are the correct way of spelling it. Sure. I'm not going to argue that one with you. I'll leave that to our listeners. And then you do not use an E if you are from Scotland, Canada, Japan, and I guess everyone else in the world gets to pick for themselves. Yes. But I know Maker's Mark uses the without an E spelling. I've never noticed that. Yeah. They're Maker's Mark. They can really do what they want. They are. I just heard some guys talking about Maker's Mark and kind of during the 1960s, you know, they were talking about how Maker's Mark was like one of the main distilleries that was surviving mm-hmm. because of the bourbon crash and all that. And they were saying it was just a bunch of rich playboys over there, <laughs> you know, making bourbon because Sam or uh, what is it? Bill Samuel and all of them were, you know, the Samuel family, just a bunch of rich guys that they could afford to have a um, distillery and run it and make whatever they wanted to. And it, I, hmm. I feel like Maker's Mark is just so different than any of the other distilleries, just how they do stuff. I'm really excited to go there in December. It is pretty yeah, it's, unique. It's it's a great, like, if you ever get a chance to go there, as far it's it's a little hard to get to. It's, uh, but it's in the middle amazing. of nowhere. Yeah, it really is. Would you like to tell your wife's interesting fact every time we go to Maker's Mark, what she tells us? So, my wife went there, I guess it was, when was that? It was for your sister, for Scotch Guy's sister. That's right, it was for, for yeah, for Anna's sister, for their sister's um, bachelorette, bachelorette party. Yeah. And I, I guess there's two ways to get there. The way they took, I don't know if it's still like this, maybe it was a fluke, maybe they're making this up. I don't know, that's yet to be confirmed. They went through this town. I don't remember which town, but they said they were Loretto. consistently seeing. Was that it? That's Loretto. Loretto. They were consistently seeing billboards and signs about missing people, and they thought that was strange. So one of them looked it up, and what they found was that it was like the unsolved murder capital of the country, or something like that. And how people will like have seen or heard stories of these murderers or serial killers or whatever, like leaving stuff in the road. So people have to stop and get out of their car. And when they get out of the car, they get taken. But fortunately that did not happen. They made it to maker's mark and they say it was worth the trip. I've been there once too. And it it was amazing. I've been there twice and it's fantastic. I actually know um, from my own opinions that that is maker's mark. um, That is their secret ingredient to all of their whiskey is kidnapped people. (laughs) We cannot confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> they're distilling humans. I we, love the 46, though. I don't know. What, I would like I to state for the record using, that beer, bourbon, great. and bar- barbecue does not support that theory. <laughs> I, can't su- I can't support it. That is a scotch guy theory. <laughs> it's actually the basis of a novel that I'm working on. Um, stay tuned. I, I will be staying tuned for that now. <laughs> but yeah, Maker's 46 is fantastic. Maker's mm-hmm. Mark is good. They're private select. All right, they got great stuff. strength. Right? Their 46 is on my shelf at home, and that is that is my favorite bourbon. It's It goes with anything. Oh, it's so good. And I think it's funny that you like that because it it is, in my opinion, like a sweeter bourbon. It, I feel like it doesn't have a, a, a present corn flavor, though. Yeah, they definitely do it well. It is but very It's smooth. got the highest corn there's a lot See, of corn in. I don't know. It like it. It doesn't. It tastes the least like, like corn whiskey. Like really? when I, yeah. Like I guess it is more of a weeded. I guess not a weeded, but yeah. I don't know the mash bill. I don't. I don't know, I don't know anything bill, yeah. about it. That's or right. but I know that I can drink Maker's Mark all day long. All yeah. day. That's a new girl reference. <laughs> all day. 
I, I do like Maker's Mark though. But that that is off topic. That will be another show where we're gonna. Yeah, that's we'll bring this is Scotch. In. Yeah, this is Scotch. Scotch guys time. Yeah. So, I mean, I was doing some readings and watching some YouTube videos about Scotch and just how you try scotch like what do you recommend scotch guy drinking it neat drinking with a little ice i mean i've seen one video where they said add some ginger ale or some club soda um i've seen drop of water i think the honestly the i think that those things are for people that are not is um they're not as apt to the strong like forward flavor just like with bourbon like if if you're if there's a bourbon you're not super point on or you're not like oh maybe i don't like this or i don't like drinking it straight you add a drop of water and it kind of dilutes it and helps it air out a little bit and or you i mean i would never put like scotch in soda like if i'm like oh i don't really like this i'll just put it with some soda like i would just finish it i personally i think scotch should be drank neat i i drink mine neat i don't i used to drink it with whiskey rocks um, I'll drink the Jameson sometimes with whiskey rocks, but like, See, I like my Jameson just neat. I think that I, I, dr- a, I drink yeah. it neat, but if I go out to a bar somewhere, like I'll, I'll, if I just want something to sip on all night and I want it to last longer, I'll get Jameson on the rocks and have the ice melt and I can, I can drink it for a while and that's fine. But like Lafroig, uh, that is such a peaty, scotchy, scotchy, scotch that like I don't want anything inhibiting the flavor because it just punches my mouth in all of the best ways. Okay. Okay. Well, and generally they're so smooth you don't need to add water to like get them down. Like okay. I I don't think that you'll find any of these harsh or that they're like that it's going to like burn your mouth. Um I don't know Alex, would you agree with that? Yeah, in my experience and I don't know in general, if this is true, the scotches I've had have been a lower proof in comparison to the average bourbons that I've had. What, what is the average proof, by the way? Do you? I, th- I think it's. I think minimum is. It has to be a minimum of eighty proof, mm-hmm. and that's been consistent with bourbon also. Um, but the ones that I've had have kind of stuck close to that mark, and they don't tend to stray much from that. Where I, I feel like a lot of um, bourbon distilleries try and. Uh, push the line on that and get some there's there's some pretty high proof bourbons out there i'm sure there's some higher proof scotches i just haven't tried them those have just been the ones that i've tried but because of that yeah i they're they're very smooth very easy to drink compared to some of the bourbons that i've had so Um, all of these except all of the scotches except for the sheldig uh space side is um they're all 86 proof so they're all 43 percent alcohol um in the or ABV, I don't know. You got. I don't know if you guys have talked about the ABV thing. Yeah, we but, have. We've talked about it a little bit. So, um, except yeah, the shell dig is forty percent. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. We'll bust out the scotches. They all come in these beautiful canisters, tubes, tubes. I'm sorry, tubes. Tubular. Scotch tubes. Tubes. Scotch tubes. Tubes. Um, and we'll be back in a few minutes and we'll try some scotch. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitty. Hello. Nice to see you. It's been a long time. 
Ready to try some scotches? Are you actually ready? I don't know. I get so nervous. <laughs> like, I feel bad for not liking stuff. What? All right, what scotches have you had that you just really don't like that much? Scotch guy. No, I don't know, Scotch guy. I don't know. You don't know? And I had some of the one, the... Is it just a fear of the unknown? think so it's okay it's peaty taste i don't like the peaty taste well we'll try because i was there with you and i i've had one of these before that i would describe as very peaty is that the one we're trying right now actually it is it was a johnny walker blue label uh i've had blue i've had platinum and i didn't like him wait which is better black platinum platinum i think platinum platinum or blue i think blue is the nicer one the more expensive. I just it's expensive. Blue, blue's like two fifty a bottle. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, tell us what we're trying first. This is the Lafroig uh, ten year single malt. This is an Isla, so this is from Islands. These are noted for um, being super peaty, um, kind of uh, sea salt taste of the ocean, very dry, um, smoky flavor. Um, yeah, that's, so that's, that's general. It's very, it's definitely considered like some of the most intense, like flavoring of scotch. Typically you feel it like on the tip of your tongue and then the back and then it just, it has a really good aftertaste. It says, this is one of, this is my favorite scotch. It just has, the finish is so good. So I committed blasphemy and poured scotch in my dad's drinking bourbon. Karen. <laughs> so I'm sorry, John and Zeke, if you ever listen to this. I didn't mean to deface your Glen Karen, but it's the only Glen Karen I own right now. And I asked you guys, should I try it in the Glen Karen or just try it in the rocks glass? And you said I should go for the Glen Karen I told him, Scotch guy. I, I told Kevin that he should drink it out of the Glen Karen just simply because I think there's some comfort there. He knows his Glen Karen, like. He has fond memories of the Glen Cairn. He's really unsure about the Scotch, so let's just alleviate so, any type of un- uncertainties that we can. Stop helping him waste time. Yeah. Just um, make him drink it. So first notes, smelling it. The first time I smelled it, right when you poured it, I was not a big fan of it. Like it just was very strong peaty. But the more mm. I just let it open up and I just kind of swirled in my glass, and it's more of an enjoyable. It's more of a, like a campfirey type. Yes. Like. I'm not opposed to that. I kind of like the smell. Um, it's relaxing almost. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not as strong as what it was. I think when you first poured it, Out it was the... very strong. Like it, it was almost, it smelled sterile almost. Out of the bottle, it, it fills up a room. Like it is very, it's super potent, which I, f- I love that. I feel like it's how, describing how Henry McKenna the first time we tried that one, Alex, and we opened up and smelled that, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what this is, like the scotch equivalent of smell. Not taste or anything like that. I'm not. For sure. But I'm saying like that strong, like if I had to pick one smell to represent all of scotch, 
I think I'm going to connect this now with that. I, I would agree. Personally, I think that the Isla is the most, because it's the most intense, it is the, I, I think it's like flagship yeah. taste, smell. Like, I think it's, yeah, like the most stereotypical. And something I'm noticing too that I think is interesting, um, looking at the color of it, um, of all of these scotches in general, they're much lighter compared to bourbons. There's still a good, it's a good yellow. It's not nearly as dark though. It's an amber. Yeah, your Oban is. More. But even com- the I, I'm just compared to most of the bourbons we have, it's a lot lighter. Yeah, I guess that's true. It, yeah, it's it's more yellowy than the. Um, that's a scientific term, by the way. Yellowy. <laughs> I said ambery a few weeks ago. I don't know what that means. So it's, yeah, it's we scientific. You can go yellowy. Yellowy. All right, so I tried it. It definitely has a saltiness to it. Yeah, like you can definitely taste the saltiness. Um, it's not terrible. It's not something I would go out and say like I need to go buy a bottle of this. Um, I'm happy to drink yours. Second at this taste. one point in time, I've tried one. Um, is it the same way of drinking bourbon? Like you try the three drinks. It doesn't have a burn. Like there's no burn to it mm-hmm. at all. Because it's only what eighty three, eighty six. It's eighty six proof. Okay. Yeah. It, it, even even other than like other eighty proof bourbons and, and anything else I've had, the the scotches are are always smoother. And you can definitely taste a barley to it. Like there's a yeah. very strong barley taste. Um, it's not terrible. It's definitely not something I would go, like I said, drink every day. It's not. I'm not becoming a Scotch guy. Um, but you could become Scotch Kevin. No. Hey! Uh, I'm sticking with beer, bourbon, and barbecue. I'd be surprised at that one. Yeah, I've had this one once before. And I've had, before I had this one, I had a couple other different Highlands. They were all specifically Highlands. I didn't know that at the time or this know is not what that island, meant. Right? No, okay. this one's an Isla. So all the other ones I've had were Highlands, and I did not really care for those, like any of them. And this one I was surprised because I actually liked it a lot. And I was surprised that I liked it a lot because it is very peaty. It is very smoky. Like along what you oh, were yeah. saying with the quintessential smell, like this smells like scotch. I would say this tastes like, again, my experience was is very limited. This tastes like scotch, but I like it better than the Highlands that I've had because that flavor, it kind of hits you, but it doesn't linger. It's there. You can taste it. You can appreciate it. And then it just kind of floats away. And that aftertaste, like you were saying, is kind of woody, kind of, I'd almost say leathery. I would like a very large steak and potato with Yes. This. Yeah. That would be very like, good. That would be like... Any sort of smoked meat, and maybe that's a show, future show. I mean, we do some smoked meats paired mm. with some scotches. Bratwurst. Sounds great. Nate Bratwurst. just posted a picture today. Did you see that picture he posted? That sounded so, delicious. Do you, I don't know if you know Nate Ut. What's his last name? Ut. He went to Missouri Baptist. Um, I graduated with him. Oh, no, I don't know him. I thought um, you were stuttering on his last name. No, his name is Ut. Ut. Okay. And he he is our he's probably our bourbon expert. Would you agree? Probably. He lives in the bourbon heartland, which is Texas, which 
I thought Kentucky was the bourbon. Well, I was gonna say that too. it is, it is. But there's this beautiful mecca of Buffalo Trace products in Texas. Like Texas gets the best bourbon, and it's cheap. So every time oh. Nate comes back up, he brings me bourbon and all that. But he just made bratwurst today in the Instapot, and it looks really good. Mm-hmm. We'll so, have to try that. With we'll some have to stuff. try that. We'll try some bratwurst and maybe some smoked pork. Um, mm. Yeah. I feel like a very salty pork loin would go very well with this that's been smoked. I have some rabbit in my basement. Ooh. We could we could try smoking some smoke rabbit. rabbit. I don't know. And you've got do you have some deer still or did you eat it? Hopefully I'll have some soon. See the scotch makes you want to drink the wild game that like men that you know have harvested. It brings out that like yeah, kill a deer with my bare hands and yeah. eat it with my scotch I wanna, cooked I wanna, over a fire. I want to tackle this animal and drink my scotch while I Put it to rest and eat it. Yeah, I'm with you, Kevin. I, I mean, still, I wouldn't just go out and get a scotch. But if I wanted to have a scotch in my collection, this would probably be my first go-to. I don't know of if the ones be my that I've tried. First go-to. I mean, I'm, I'm open to, to try, try the, the other, other ones. ones yes, first. before I make a choice of like what would be my one bottle of scotch I would have. But yeah, this one. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. It's making Scotch guy sound a little bit more manly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. It's actually making his hair grow longer right now. My hair is about two centimeters longer now than it was when I got here. Uh, we started. I started with the Lafroig um, because I try to go from secession from like intense, notable Scotch flavors down to like something sweeter. So the next one will be the Sheldig uh, Space Side Twelve so, Year. Tell us a little bit about that one. That do you... the Sheldig? Yeah, um, and I think I'm and saying we'll that pour. right. Um, the G's in, uh, Scottish kind of sound like with a K sound, like a K. So, um, I'm not entirely sure if that's right. But anyway, the Speyside is actually a region in the Highlands. Okay. And what separate, it's really small. So Scotland is basically the Highland and Lowland is like the north and south. And Speyside is on the top right corner of that, if you're looking at it on a map. And it's actually became its own region because... It's split by the Spey River, and it's um, all, all the scotches uh, that are distilled there have a have a different flavor because of they say it's because of um, the the use of the water directly from the Spey River. And if I am correct, and say I believe it's home to half of Scotland's distilleries. Is that the, uh, uh, there's the, a the large yeah. yeah yeah it is it's it's the smallest physical region next to um, the Isla. But it is there's where most of it is. Where was the first one from? That was from the Isla. Yeah, it's an Isla, mm-hmm. which is spelled Islay. I said Islay for the first long time, but um, it is pronounced Isla for and our listeners. I'm just reading some stuff. Like I, I have a map up here of the Highlands and all that of mm-hmm. Scotland because I wanted to kind of figure out. What, yeah, and that it says the Isla is a region known for peaty, strong flavored whiskey. Yeah, single malts produced here are briny, smoky, and extremely. And extremely due to the extremities of the sea and surrounding area. So yeah, that's why that that saltiness and yeah, that you yeah, kind of pick oh, yeah. up is from it's like sea salt. Yeah, I definitely can really taste that. So all right, so let's try shall shieldach shieldach shieldach. Yes, <laughs> yes. Gotta get a <laughs> clear your throat when you say it. So. All right. 12 seconds later. So this is our second pour. This is the 
Shell. You did better the first time. You did. Shildig. Shildig from Speyside, which is the northern part of Scotland, kind of like by that big, kind of like a, it's like a hand. It's almost like a mitten. Yeah. Michigan, but it isn't. Do your Michigan speech. I have a speech? Yeah, you tell me where you're from from Michigan. You hold up your hand. I show you where I'm from from Michigan. This is a podcast. They can't see us. Everyone, Everyone hold watch. up your left hand in front of your face. All right. Now Wait, hold on. Which way? Am I putting palm towards me or am I putting... Palm toward you. Palm toward palm me. Palm okay. towards you. Everyone, all right. All of our listeners are doing this. Alex, where are you from? Wait, is that wrong? I think it's palm away. Palm away. It's been a while since I lived there. I think it's palm away. Palm away. Palm away. So your thumb is on the right side. If you point to the bottom of your hand where it meets your wrist, that's where I lived for a while. I'm not from there. I was born in Texas. The I'm from everywhere. The capital of the world. No, it's not. I know. <laughs> and Scotch doesn't come from Michigan, so we're done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I'm going for my first smell. It definitely is a lot sweeter. Like yeah. it's definitely doesn't have that peaty taste or a peaty smell to it. Like there will be notes of it though. There, but there's no smokiness to it. Yeah, it's very fruity. Yeah, I'd almost say like almost just apples. It's very oily too. Like, uh, like I feel like it's got an oily smell to it. Um, it smells more like bourbon. It smells light. has a lighter smell yeah, to it. It's yeah. like way less pungent than the Isla stuff. Yeah. So is this this is barley still? Like this is if, if it's scotch, scotch that's yeah. what okay. it is. Okay. Mm. It smells very good though. Like I haven't tried it yet, but just I can't get over the smell of it. Like it's just it's a very. I feel like uh, almost like a white dog. A little bit. Like the smell of a white dog. I I can't. Okay. Like, like you get that very. You know when you take a white dog and you put it between your fingers and like you can kind of rub it and you start getting that the emulsification science terms. I can't think of a better word than freshness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try it now. So. So my favorite thing about scotch once I started learning the differences, especially between the regions, is even on this small island, this very small region like the differences between the regions are so vast. Like mm, yeah. this compared to the island, it is so different. Oh, and yeah. they're not made from that far apart. Like no. it is so different. Oh yeah. This is definitely a lot sweeter. I would say I'd want this more as like a dessert scotch. Like yeah. after I'm not wanting a large steak with this. I'm not mm-hmm. wanting a gamey meat. I want this more of like with a a cake or like a Something I'd even say just lean back and drink. A nice cigar would be very good with this. Yeah. You you can I think the space side stuff, um now obviously I haven't had some of the higher end. This is a twenty five dollar bottle. Do to, you wanna tell them what we found in our research? Uh we we can tell them what we found. Now I got this I got this bottle for my birthday. It's I think it's a great bottle. It's a Honestly, probably my favorite budget scotch. It's half the price of the Laphroaig. I like the Laphroaig way more, but they're complete. It's kind of like Mm -hmm. saying, oh, I prefer like Miller High Life to like Forehand Stout. Like they're just 
two totally different animals. Yeah, they're in different and for those people who don't know, Four Hands is a local brewery here in St. Louis. We just like to throw that out. Oh, we, like yeah. to, we like to support our local oh, places. Yeah. Four Hands show. does a great yeah. job. Yeah. If you're not hip, get hip. So you were saying you got this for your birthday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I actually, unbeknownst to myself, picked this out with Alex because he was looking for a scotch. And I said, um, get a space side. Uh, Liz Moray has a great... Um, they've got a really good space side and that's a great budget bottle. It's, and it's very similar to this. You can kind of mindlessly drink it. It, it's not like in your face, but it isn't like gross. It doesn't overwhelm your nose, but when you drink it, you know, it's there. Um, yeah, I think drinking like with dessert, I had some of this with, uh, no, never mind. I had some of the Laphroaig with some coffee cake uh, a couple weeks ago. This would be very good with like a brown sugar cake. Ooh. Mm. That'd be really good. Like I feel like the pairing of it would be like brown sugar's got that dark molasses yeah. taste to it. And this is lighter. Like I feel like this is a lighter scotch. Mm -hmm. This this is really good with chocolate. I will tell you that. It's mm. very good with chocolate. Yeah, I think you've just confirmed we definitely need to have a scotch food pairing episode. But that could be like three episodes, because we could do scotch, beer, and bourbon. And bourbon. Oh, you could do you could do so many episodes on all of those, honestly. We really Maybe can. we'll just have to do a month on that. Like, Next year. How about a year? No, that'd be too long. I don't know that it would. I could do that for a year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Scotch guy would just be then the regular host of uh, Beer, Bourbon, and Barbecue. Sauced yeah. on Beer, Bourbon. Is my audition going well? Yes, you're going very well. Okay. I mean, just by you walking in with bottles of alcohol, your audition went very yeah. well. Yeah, that was so. a big plus. Anyone who wants to be in the show... You must bring alcohol for us to try. Yes. And, and it must, must be good alcohol. Yeah. It must be don't related bring us any to garbage. Them. No, you don't even no, have to be related, related to us. No. We just, someone at the, on the show has to be able to vouch for you. Those are the only two rules. I thought, we have to know you're cool. That's why I, gr I grew my hair cool. out to be on this show. Did I not, did, not. To, did I not need to do that? <laughs> no. Do you want to shave your head right now? No. Okay. Next episode. All right. I mean, you I'm can too, listen. Too far it. now. Okay. So you got this for Total Wine and More. That's just. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. And they said it was kind of like a mystery bottle because, which I don't know if I agree. I don't the know. One, the one YouTube video we watched on right. it said that. Who, who knows if that's. Said that it was but a mystery pretty bottle. pretty legit. Like that, that YouTube channel is pretty legit. I've watched other stuff from there. They, they know kind of what they're talking about. Gotcha. But. I think that's fine, though. Like, I feel like... I don't think it's a problem. I, no. I think it tastes great, so it doesn't matter. That's all that really matters. In my opinion, like whiskey, you can get into the details mm -hmm. and the flavors and the smells and, and the history, and you can get into so much because there's so much there, and that's what's right. cool about it. But my favorite thing about it is it's it's just what you like. You can like what you like, and you're not wrong yeah. because there's so many different kinds. I mean, even between these two scotches, there's such a vast difference in taste and smell. Um, now, something that is interesting about um, Shaledig that I don't know much about is that, uh, like, you can go to so you can go to Total Wine and More, right? And you can buy their they have a Space Side and okay. they have a Isla. Okay. I think they have like multiple different regions, which like Lafroig is like they make Isla stuff. Oban Isla, like those are or Oban is Highland, sorry, but. Most scotches make, like, they stick to their region because the distilleries are in that region. So mm. um, I, I do think that that's probably what those guys are talking about. Well, like, I think they said that Shieldag, Shieldag, Shieldag. Shieldag. Is, Shieldag. Is, a, uh, <laughs> is a company that 
that buys like overstocked or overproduced scotches and just kind of rebrands it so and sells the, it as her own. It's kind of like in the bourbon world, the uh, it's just sourced scotch. Yeah, um, MPG. I think I that's what, what it is. About. Uh, You're probably right. Yeah, but it's like uh, the grains, like uh, uh, the smaller distilleries before they can start producing right bourbon, they, they buy yeah. someone else's mm-hmm. uh, distilled spirit, yeah. and then they barrel it their own way and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Which nothing wrong with no, that. Like that's, this is, I'm really enjoying this. Bottle. Yeah, it's, I would say this is probably my favorite scotch I've ever had right now. Not a but great I've only price. Had, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. There's a uh, about how different company smaller companies will buy stuff out there's a there's something called um i, I don't know what it is but it, it'd be interesting to research uh is at total wine you can buy bottles called uh it's called battle hill and they're different types of scotch remember we were looking at that mm-hmm. it says like distilled by mccallan or by oban or all the major yeah all the big guys and they're cheap bottles but they're only like six six to ten year scotches okay um so anyway, they're yeah. I, I don't know what I, I guess that's maybe what they're doing or okay. Battle Hill might be like a like a specialty that all the companies are doing. I have no idea. Have okay, see. my glass is empty, so I'm ready to move on. All right, and I, I enjoyed that a lot. I that think was that was good. a very good one. Next one we're trying is the Oban, and this is uh, the Little Bay. So this is a Highland, is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yes. So just going off that same website I found, uh, Highlands, uh, largest region of Scotland in both area and whiskey production. Uh, given the expansive area, this is reasonably wide range of styles from light and fruity uh, in the southern highlands to more spicy, full-bodied in the north. So do you know, I'm guessing this is probably more, it's either probably north or a south. So this one, so I, I think the Oban 14 is more, um, has kind of branded itself more specifically this is a little bay, so this is a kind of a specialty release, okay. be like Jameson Black Barrel or Cooper Crows or something like that. Um, so I, there's not on the bottle. There's not a ton of information about it, other than that it's a sweeter. Um, this says the West. Oh, here it goes. There, I had never seen that before. It's very small. The West Highland Coastal Malt. So okay. it's on the West Highlands. So, so if you're looking at Scotland, there's a very jagged edge of it on yeah. the, like the west side. And there's probably a bunch of little bays and all that there. And they're probably where they get their name from. Right. I, I'm, I'm all sure. right. Let's pour some. Eventually. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and take a sniff of it. You poured me a very nice pour of this. A generous pour. This is definitely the sweetest out of all of them. Yeah. So this one is noted for, um, here's the, the tube. Um, this says for distilled in small batches and slowly marred in our smallest casks for distinctively deep smoothness and a fruity richness of flavor. So the smell of this reminds me of Hartfield and Co. Yeah, very, I get that too. Very small cask. Very, I think kind of a little younger. How long is this one? Was this 10 years? Uh... What I think. Hey, actually, this one. I don't think it this, has an age. This one doesn't have an age on it. No. Okay. Their standard. I think their standard is fourteen. I don't okay. know that Obon actually has smaller than a fourteen. Okay. I would guess it's younger if they're not putting an age statement on it. I don't know. I like the smell of it. Like so far, this is the best smell. 
Yeah, this one, I, I'd agree with that description. It is, it smells fruity like the Shield Dog did, but it's definitely deeper and heavier. Ooh. Yeah, it's definitely got a little kick to the throat. Mm-hmm. What's the proof on this one? This is, uh, so this is the 40, this is uh, 86 proof. Okay, so is this, this is the highest proof? Is that no, so they're all the same. same. Actually, okay. the space side is, the Shield Dog is uh, 80 proof. So that's okay. the that's Which, the least. It, you could, I mean, you could definitely tell it was less than what we had had. It's funny because it's only like six percent, right? Of the but I mean, you can. So actually, um, Oban actually is Gaelic for Little Bay. Okay. So anything Oban is Little Bay, but okay. this is uh, Little Bay. Little Bay. They this says Oban Little Bay takes mature small batch Oban single malt and gives it extra time and a small oak cask. So this is at least a fourteen. Okay. Because Oban's single malt is 14. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure, if I'm wrong, someone Sorry. just comment and troll. No, Ooh. don't troll. Don't troll, because we've, we've said in the very <laughs> beginning of this, we are still learning, and if you have more knowledge to help us become better experts in this... We be would... a knowledge troll. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't mean, like, two trolls. Just be, like, a knowledge... Oh, okay. okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like a knowledge <laughs> troll. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I think this is probably the sweetest... Of the scotches, yeah, uh, at least or not the sweetest. This is the fruitiest of the scotches. At, I would agree at with this that. table. I would agree with that. The Belvini is definitely the sweetest here. Yeah, this I. So this is my bottle. So I've had the most of this one, and I don't like it as much. And this has been my personal experience with Highland scotches, is that the smoky peaty flavor. Um, while the Laphroaig, it kind of hits you real fast and it kind of evaporates and you get it and you can appreciate it that it's gone. Yeah. This one, the smoky peatiness kind of lingers and slowly moves down your throat for a while, even after I've sipped it. Like the yeah. longer I sit here, the more I can feel it and I don't like it as much. I would agree with that. I definitely want a very thick cut steak right now with this. Like I want a steak, something to kind of help push that it's very absorb it maybe yeah or like a garlic butter on my steak like mm. something very fatty to kind of i'm just craving a stick of butter <laughs> that's weird <laughs> my oldest sister actually i'll throw her under the bus used to eat sticks of butter when she was a kid we won't mention which sister that is because i don't want to offend any of the she's not she's not obese at all she's right she's great and your sisters are very nice and, and she was like three years old but okay well, she used to eat sticks of butter that's, That's weird. Gross. <laughs> you married into that family, so whatever. We're the best. <laughs> I like this. Like, I definitely feel like I could. This is one of those scotches I feel like could get me in trouble. It's like some of those bourbons, you know, that I don't realize how much I'm drinking of it mm-hmm. because it's not overpowering. Yeah, I think it's interesting that when I drink this one by itself, it's the only one I've had. I'd. I don't want more than a little bit. Like, I don't enjoy it as much, but having had the other two first, I'm definitely enjoying it more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely think that it's it's really good, though. Like, I mean, it's... I don't think it's my favorite. I still think the... Shadala. You're not even trying, though. I'm not even no. trying. The Space Side. You can call the it the Space, space side. side. Yeah, I can say that. The Space Side is probably my favorite so far. Yeah. Um... Uh, that is that is pretty typical. This space side, I think, is pretty typical of what space sides taste like. Yeah, I, I have, like I said, I haven't had a high end one, so I can't tell you for sure. But well, when you get a high end one, bring it over. I will. 
Let's move on to our last one. This is the one I'm most excited about. Tell us a little bit about that, the and Bel- then we'll the Bel- try. Which one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. the Balvenie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is a Balvenie. This is um, single single malt. Uh, it's aged. It's called the Caribbean Cask. It's a 14 year. It's uh, it's aged. I believe it's aged in typical like typical Balvenie, and it's aged in oak. And then it's extra matured, I would assume probably for another four years, in Caribbean rum casks. So rum that, that was fancy. So rum that was made and aged in barrels in the in the Caribbean, they bought those barrels and then put their scotch in it and then aged it for I guess another four years. Cool. I I'm pulling those numbers out of thin air. I would assume that they age it for ten and then right. age it for another four, because it says Further maturation in Caribbean rum casks. Okay. So let's, uh, I want to do a live open on air because this is a brand new bottle. You just bought this. Um, oh. Guy is throwing down his scotch right now. Oh, yeah, I am. Uh, clean out his glasses. I think new bottles have the best cork pop. Mm. I'm hoping that I don't jinx that. Um, I'm really nervous now. Uh, I'm this, really nervous too. So this bottle actually has a nose, taste, and Finished tab, okay. which I'm going to read. It? Yeah, which is kind of cool. Huh. Um, by David. Well, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, I want to taste it and see how close I can get to that. Uh, all right. Let's do it. I, I think that's always fun to do. Let's, yeah, let's compare. Is. Okay. So before you read that, let's pop the cork. All right. Pop him. And let's see if we can come up with what they say we should be looking for. Um, because I think, Alex, you and I have always talked about we want to... Uh, try and be able to come up with the tastings and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely never going to be an expert, but it, it's fun to get better at yeah. being able to pull out some of those flavors and those knife? aromas. Like, huh? are you? No, I'm, I'm being a man and using what's around me because I'm drinking scotch. He's using a pen right now to pop the, the foil off the top. It's a nice looking cork. It is a beautiful cork. Established in 1892. 1892, man. I don't have any bourbon that's that old. <laughs> this, scotch, this scotch for the record this no, scotch, scotch is, is not that old is not a hundred plus years old <laughs> that'd be incredible <laughs> however if it were i would not be drinking it here and sharing it i would be drinking it but hey this home. woodford is older and established it was established in 1812 stand by all right That's oh, so nice. that was nice. all right go ahead and pour we'll we'll uh, enjoy some of this so so mm. far Give it a whiff. Oh wow. Let's that see. smells so good. Oh. It's almost very candied. Like Yeah. Huh. Where see. so where this is the hmm. rum barrels. Yeah. What part did you say it was from again? I didn't because I'm not sure what Belvani's from. See if you can find it on the internet. Yeah, I'll see if I can do a little research while we're because they have a standard like twelve and ten. I don't know if they have a ten. Belvani. Do we know where it's from? I'm trying to read don't? on the bottle. I don't I'm think it says. I'm not sure. I don't know that it says, actually. Is it a blended on the rum cask? Oh, Belvani. No, it is a, a uh, space side. Really? Okay. Yeah. So you'll so you'll probably like this one. Yeah. I, so I'm going to predict. No, actually, never mind. I'll tell no. you afterwards. Um, it it is a sister distillery of Glenfiddich. Yeah. Glenfiddich. But yeah. I did better than Kevin will. Well, you know, I can't pronounce anything. Um... So it's a sister distillery of them. Um, oh, it smells so good. I, I like the smell of mm. it so far. 
You've got drops of water in there, Kevin. Come on. Don't yell at me. You should have used your whiskey glass. I'm going to give you a fresh glass for this one because I don't want there to be water in it. Okay. Here, that... I've got this one. This okay. one's clean enough. Yeah, we should probably at some point in time figure out a better system to clean out our glasses. I think mine's fine. So, okay, so I've switched over to a rocks glass. I got a very healthy pour of this. This is a distillery. Yeah, it, it smells like the Shield Dog Space Side that we had earlier with yeah. that fruitiness, but it does have a more sugary it's got a smell to it oily taste or oily smell to it as well very corn yeah which i'm sure which is funny because there's not corn in it being a scotch i think that's just what we're used to smelling is that what it is like it smells the best out of all of them so far like it doesn't have that peaty smell it's got that sweet rum smell um i love the smell of this oh that tastes good okay share your mouth and drink it that is good. That is smooth. Wow. That was really easy to drink. Fantastic. That doesn't have a peaty taste to it. It's got more of that rum taste. I'm getting peat, but not a ton. But it's not a kick you in the face peat. It's right. Not, it's not. It's definitely like, op, that's why I put that last from the Lafroy. I'm glad you did. I think this is my favorite. So I'm going to have to say that too. This so, is okay, so really good. Knows, what did you pick out? Oily. It's got uh, a sweeter taste, more of a. I feel like it can't smell oily. I feel like I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying. It's how very bourbons with a lot of corn smell. Okay. Um, I mean, definitely fruity. This makes for good, good podcasting. A sniffing bourbon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's just. I haven't had. I've had too much scotch tonight, and I can't tell. Or I'd say sugar too, like definitely like a brown fruity, definitely sugary. I, I I wouldn't say brown sugar. I don't know, but that's what I get with most rum, like a lighter sugar. So just this is just scent. Okay. All right. So you got, you both have had your first taste. Yeah. Go to your second taste, and then we'll do taste. Okay. Think about initial taste and finish before you speak. Very oaky. Hmm. But it's not an overly oaky. Like it tastes like it's got some age to it, but it doesn't taste like it's like a about fourteen years of age. Right. Yeah. But like specific. I mean, compared to like uh, the Rowan's Creek that we've tried in mm-hmm. the past, the bourbon that it tastes young. Like it tastes like it could take a few more years of in a barrel. Yeah. But it doesn't taste like something that's been there for a long time. I bet that's because the. It finished off in a barrel that was already been used, so some of that woodiness is already kind of gone. I would like to try this compared to a just a normal one of their scotches. Like, how much yeah, does I that... Would, I would like... I think that it's... Um, based off other space side, I think that I've had... I I think that the other ones are going to be way, way less sweet. Okay. This is like, to me, tastes like all the sweetness of rum... Tastes very creamy. So here's what it says. Okay, here's give what it they to have. us, and let's see if we agree. Here's what they have on the bottle for nose. Rich, sweet, and creamy toffee with fresh fruit notes. I would agree okay. with that. So that is, is that the, that's the taste? That's nose. No, that's oh, nose. Okay. That's scent. That's 100% scent. I would agree with that toffee. Yes. That's a good word to put. To yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, sm- it doesn't smell 
even like when I'm like got my nose in the glass, it I don't smell like alcohol. Like if you smell the Lafleur, oh, yeah, not at all. Like it, or, or like right. you gave me that god awful vodka that whatever it was that you had. Like that it is smells fantastic. Like, smells like vodka. paint thinner. <laughs> like maybe it tastes fine, but it smells like paint thinner. Well, all vodka I'm, smells like paint thinner. Well, I'm Scotch guy, and I want a good scent. Um, taste. Is rounded with vanilla, sweet oak, and fruitiness. So you guys nailed it. Um, finish. What do you think about finish? It's. I think it's got more of a rum finish than it does any other finish. I agree because it's not very strong. It didn't linger very long. No, and it it's not like the Lapra. Lafroy, La- really? <laughs> Lapra. Lafroy. There's an H after that P. Kevin. See, but where I'm sitting here at the table, it's L A P. Here, I'm. Oh, there we go. Oh, there. Lafroig. <laughs> um, it's not like that Scotch. Like it doesn't linger. No, it doesn't. This is another. Scotch, I feel like I could get in trouble with because I wouldn't realize how much of it I drank. Mm. See, I got in trouble with the Laphroaig because I like me and a buddy drank someone else's half a bottle in about <laughs> in about an hour. That's impressive. I mean, I felt fine, like which is weird. Maybe I think it's my red hair, okay. but I like I I can dr- I could drink Laphroaig all night long. That smoky, peaty flavor, like. The woodiness, all actually, all of these except the Oban, I could drink all night long. The Oban is a little, it's heavy. It's, I don't want to say heavy because I feel like the Lafroig is heavier, and I feel like the Balvani is thicker, like as far as texture goes. But the Oban, I feel like, is very harsh. Okay, I feel like it's harsh in my mouth. Okay, um, it doesn't mean I don't like it, and I think it's really good and worth the money. Um, for, I think out of all of these, this is the one that's worth the most. Like, I would pay the most for this. For for our listeners, the the Balvani is about sixty five dollars. Uh, the Oban, the so the Balvani fourteen year Caribbean cask, it's about fourteen uh, sixty five dollars. The Oban Little Bay is about sixty to sixty between sixty See, and seventy. And I don't. Anyways, I'll let you make the decision there. The Sheldig 12-year, the space side, is 25 bucks. I it was on would, sale. Yeah, I think that's the one I would get if I was going to get one because I would want to spend $65 on a bourbon. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, just for me. Like, right. if, I, if I'm being completely honest. Well, I would spend 25 bucks on a bourbon because I'd yeah. rather spend 65 on scotch. Oh, yeah. And you can get some good bourbons for 25 oh, yeah. bucks. And I well, think, and clearly some good scotches, too. And the Laphroaig is, uh, the Laphroaig 10-year single malt is 40 bucks. So for me, I think the Laf- the Lafroig is still my favorite. The Balvani is, I think, drinking wise, the Lafroig and Balvani are the easiest for me to drink mm-hmm. all night long, like all good. And the, the Oban, I feel like it had to be in a special mood for. I don't ever crave it. Yeah, I get done with a long day at work, and I'm like, man, I want some Lafroig. Or some Belvani. That sounds good. The Belvani really like sounds the good. Yeah, I really that like that. Really that would be one I would buy. Guy, I want you to try my blended, my Grants. Okay. I'm not going to try it because I really want to try the Jameson Black uh, Barrel. I want to try the Jameson Black Barrel after I have tried these chains of scotch. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about the Jameson. Um, but I want you to try the Grants. I'm going to pour some Jameson. 
I'm not a big fan of the Grants. I want to get your opinion on it. Okay. Because you're a Scotch guy. Um, I'm pouring some black barrel. Alex? I think I want to have some of that, too. So I've had the Grants, oh, too, and I'm not a huge I, fan. I love Jameson. Like, I love the smell of Jameson. And really? it's so funny because I hated Jameson. Huh. When I first started this whole journey of bourbon and all that. Whiskey. Lucas, well, whiskey, yeah. But, like, Lucas brought over a bottle of Jameson. It's still sitting there on the shelf. I drank it on St. Patrick's Day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay homage, dude. Yeah. Like all of our engineers. But, it's great. like, it's good. Like, it's... I have nothing wrong with Jameson. No, that's a great, that's a great point. Standard Jameson, it's cheap. Like, yeah, it's, good price. Great I think flavor. it's the best like budget whiskey you can get. Is that enough for me? Huh? That's fine, yeah, dude. Help perfect. yourself. Okay. That that was a present for doing someone's. Actually, shout out to Michael Cutler if he's listening. Uh, he should definitely listen. I think he follows me on Instagram. He he may. He just may. He I'll, does. I'll Captain. Captain Cutler. Yeah. yeah. We'll have he, to take a picture and tag him in it. Indeed, we will. He just got engaged. So I actually, this was the present for his engagement. I did his engagement photos with my beautiful girlfriend. girlfriend. Hey, we need to find girlfriend. some girlfriend. 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 We can say girlfriend. Girlfriend. Like since your guy. Girlfriend sounds like Gandalf's angry like stepmom. <laughs> so I think we've had too much to drink because that's I, I way too funny for <laughs> actually. That's more ridiculous than my Bob Ross comparison to guys, Scotch yeah. guys here. But that was completely sober, and we all like Lord of the Rings. So Galfriend yeah. is definitely Grant Gandalf's Randolph's. I'm cool yeah. with them. All right. So I'm smelling the black barrel. Black barrel. Why is it called black barrel? Jameson black barrel. I think it's because it's aged in um, charred oak casks. So this is like a bourbon barrel. Uh, if what he said I is know, true, then yeah, I don't think so. Really, I, I don't think so. I I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about this it. This is I, the closest we've had to a bourbon all night. Well, if it's that wasn't out, a bourbon, then yes, it that be. was. Oh, someone spilled it. My gosh. Sorry, bastard. Oh, I'm sorry. Cut that, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um, for those of you listening, mm. we give Lucas little notes as we're recording through here and. It's just, it's always funny. He may, he may listen to them. He may not. We'll I hope he listens to because he's editing this. So <laughs> This is good. Yeah, I'd agree. This is very much the closest to a bourbon we've had all night. Oh, this is incredible. Dude, Jamie, I like this. Good. Jameson okay. Black Barrel, 30 bucks. No is way. it really? Yes. That's I'm worth serious. it. This is, For I'm sure. pretty sure, the only bottle of Irish whiskey I will buy from now on. Yeah. If only because there's too many bourbons to buy. Yeah, I have not had the red breast. If we're if we're getting into Irish whiskeys, I've which heard... we don't we don't want to spend too much on Irish whiskeys because that's a show coming up and we're running out of time. We've okay. we've, so we've spent a little too long tonight talking scotches. That's what tonight's for. Yeah, um, oh, I like this. It is good. It's really good. Did you I, try the Grants yet? I have not tried the Grants here. Pour some of that so we can try. Let's Thank start jumping take. into picks of the week. We're running. Short on time, we've kind of... I we got like Scotch Lost is, in Scotch. Yes, yeah, so which is the name of this episode. <laughs> um, I feel like Scotches are very easy to get lost in. They're, they have been, of all of the ones, they were all easy to drink. They yes. were all very smooth. Even oh. if I didn't quite like them all, they were <laughs> Sorry, easy <guy>. to drink. <laughs> so Dude, this grants... Grants it. <laughs> it smells so bad. I will oh, say... Oh my gosh. My sister who bought this is not 21 she cannot Ooh. consume alcohol except for i've had it 
what she's had in France. <laughs> it smells like pure lighter fluid. It's, and that's giving lighter fluid a good name. Like, this is... I'm, I'm going to be honest. Um, viewer discretion advised. Th- this smells like piss. Yeah. It, it Like, that... I'm I'm trying to think of other things. Like I'm literally I'm, I'm picturing a urinal in my brain when I smell it. That's it's. I'm gonna taste it. Here we go. Okay. <coughs> Gross. Scotch guy just died. Oh, that's not scotch. It was. <coughs> it has a screw on cap, ladies and gentlemen. It's not scotch. <laughs> It was right. like twelve dollars when she. Oh bought it. wow! She was trying to get me something nice from France. I did ask for a single barrel. Oh, it's definitely uh, not bottle of Blantons, but you know, whatever. Oh, hey, gold edition. Gold edition. She did bring me home something of alcohol. Hey, there you go. Wow. You know, so it's not going to be your pick of the week. No, that is not my pick of the week. Go ahead, Alex. What is your pick of the week? Let's. We're going to jump into picks of the weeks. Oh, Scotch that's... guy. Just to tell you, picks of the weeks are. Something we find interesting, exciting. It's just our favorite whatever. Yeah. Don't die over this. Yeah, I'm going to give mine while he's coughing up a lung. So <laughs> mine, my pick of the week is going to be a shout out to another Instagram page, Scotch Trooper, in honor of our Scotch episode and mm. in honor of Star Wars, which is amazing. Um, episode eight, I'm very excited about coming Killing out in it. December. Woo. Yeah, Scotch Trooper, look him up. Uh, is it... Scotch underscore trooper. Am I getting that right? Uh, I, I think if you type in Scotch trooper, you'll you'll find you'll it. find it. Very popular. Great work with with pictures on there. Um, uh, daily stuff. Great post to follow. So follow that. It's Scotch underscore trooper. Awesome. Yep. Follow him. Um, my pick of the week because it is Halloween week. When this airs, it will probably be after Halloween. Um, but you'll still be able to get candy corn is Maker's Mark and candy corn is the best combination I've ever had. Um, I don't know what it is. Something about candy corn and the honey taste of it with Mm. a nice Maker's Mark, just the original Maker's Mark is fantastic. I love it. Like I could get in trouble eating too much of it. Like I could finish off a bag of candy corn, um, and a whole bottle of Maker's Mark. Probably, (laughs) probably not a whole bottle. Sounds like a great night. You know, I could probably get a third of the way through the bottle before I was like, what is happening? I would have to do world? it a Friday or a Saturday night. <laughs> it's been too much time thinking about what is candy corn. Yeah. What, <laughs> what gives it its color? What's going on? Oh, is this a remote? But yeah, I love I love candy corn, um, which I didn't realize how like two sided candy corn was. There's like the group that loves it. And there's a the group that thinks it's the devil's food. Like, I don't know. I just love it. It's good. Um so, Guy, I'm going to throw it over to you, being okay. our, our guest this week. Do you have a pick? Um, pick of the week. Let's see. That's tough. It's been a good week. Um, have a good life, guys. It's pretty good. Um, Kevin, I will say that your pick of the week is awesome. Alex, same with yours. Scotch Trooper is great. Candy Corn is good with Maker's Mark. Uh, I will challenge your pick of the week with putting an M&M, one, the ratio of one M&M to one piece of candy corn. Trick from Mama Shaw. Okay. Shout out to her. One piece of candy corn to one M&M. Now I'm going to blow your mind even more. It's magical. One candy corn to M&M to honey roasted peanut. Mm. Oh. It is the sweet, salty, and peanutty taste 
that just mind blowing. Guys, you don't need to take your gals on dates anymore. You can just buy them peanuts, candy corn, and M and M's, and a bottle of Maker's Mark. Take them out to the show. It's a good night. So, guy. So my pick of the week. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. What is what is your final pick of the week? What is? I'm I'm gonna say that my pick of the week hat like I want to say like a heart of hearts. I want to say Lafroig and coffee cake because I had that a few weeks ago and it changed my life. The Lafroig ten year with some mom's coffee cake. Okay. But I I think I'm gonna have to give it to just the straight Balvenie Caribbean cask fourteen year. That was good. It that was is really like good. it was good. That it, was. It's incredible scotch. I want a bottle. If you leave that here, I will not be upset. No, I will but not. But I know leave you it. will not leave it here. I so. absolutely <laughs> will not. It's going to go home, and I'm going to drink it when I've had a really bad day, and I need to be reminded that there are good things in the world because so, it is a good thing. Okay, so let's kind of jump in. Well, we got to finish this up. We are way over time. We we try for. I, we've never had a consistent time on a show, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just too much fun talking yeah. about whiskey. Yeah. It, the first portion was and barbecue, way right? shorter than the other portions. It is. It is. Um, so kind of throw it around the table. Guy, I know you have, you're in a band. You have a new yes. band, and I want to give you time. Yeah, I, I am in a band. I won't take a ton of your time either. Okay. Um, I am in a... Uh, I'm in a, it's like a synth pop band. If you guys are hip to M83 um, or, and, or, not or, and like Chance the Rapper, that type of style of music. If you like, those two people had a baby. My, the group is called Night Hike. Um, It's me and a buddy. He writes most of the music and um, I just, I write parts for it. I play drums for it. Um, Yeah, we're just trying to do it. It's me, him, and then we have a bass player. Uh, yeah, go follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. We're dropping a single um, on Halloween, which is this Tuesday. Well, by the time you hear this, it'll be probably a week ago, two week weeks or ago. Two, yeah, depending so, on how quick Lucas gets editing. Either way, go check it out. Go follow. It'll be good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Our single is called Night Hikes, plural. Uh, yeah, All that's, right. that's pretty much it. Alex, where can we find you on the interwebs? Sure, still, as always, on Instagram at the.alex.experiment. Check it out and see what I'm experimenting with and anything else that's going on that I think is interesting enough to post a picture of. And you can find me at beer underscore bourbon underscore barbecue. Um Posted some pictures of our, bur- our bourbons, our scotches tonight. Um, Scotch guy. You can also email us if you've got any questions. We'd love to hear your comments. Uh, rate us on Instagram. You can email us at hello at shopbeerbourbonbarbecuebbq.com. Uh, we have some great shirts out there. Um, I think everybody needs a beer, bourbon, barbecue shirt. I think they're fantastic. Buy the um, shirts, guys. And I think that's it for tonight. Um, check us out on Instagram. Subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating if you like us. Give us a four-star rating if you kind of like us. Don't give us below a three-star rating. That'll make us sad. Um, but we're always interested in feedback. Let us know what you think. I think that's it. Thanks for coming, Scotch Guy. Yeah, we'll absolutely. anytime. I'll see you guys in the future. We'll, yeah, definitely. You definitely. will hear me in the future. Definitely. We are, we're excited to have you on. Dope. Um, so I'm Kevin, and it's Alex over there. And we hope you had a great time. And don't forget to stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue. Mm.
ready for the autumn In the back of the pack With my honey holding hands I got Henny in the flask Cause you know that It might end, I tend to follow you into tomorrow I tend to borrow you to cleanse my sorrow I tend to tell you never again Defend pretentiousness, my tendencies are to Pretend that I'm alive, say I will survive Oh my god, I am a liar, eating myself alive I won't make it through the night A lot of nonsense into my head and the knowledge I had before Hostage beside my bed, crumbled up somewhere on the floor Don't know what I'm looking for, but I know that when I find it It's something I can't afford and I'm feeling alright That's what I say every night I'm feeling alright That's how I lie every time Night hikes, that's right, I can take you there Done with the sunlight Ready for the autumn In the back of the pack With my honey holding hands Got Henny in the flat Cause you know that I'm the man Whoa, 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 whoa On a night hike in the moon so bright like Whoa, 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 Asphyxiation from lies begins almost every night Affiliate me with those who are fixated on life So we can go on a hike where the stars shine the brightest She keeps me stuck on rhymes with that sparkle in her eyes I want her more tonight than ever before in life She asked me what's my mission I said go on expeditions Hear coyotes in the distance And get off my self prescriptions Who knew every night would feel brand new Condition my heart forgot shampoo Live in the wild, no shampoo Can you explain to me why Never go back to the city Though I know that she ain't with me Tell her I still think she's pretty Take you there